Welcome to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. Freedom from curses. Freedom from what? From curses. And I'm sure all of us know what that means. What is a curse? You didn't give the sanctuary choir and the orchestra. It's not deliberate, eh? they like you. We've been sitting down for some time. Can we just stand up? Let's take this in. Immortal, invisible. We take just the first and the last stanza. Faster, immortal, invisible, God only wise, enlightening us, poet from our most blessed, most glorious, the creation of this The last. Great Father of glory, your Father of light, thine angels adore thee. Of their sight, of bless we Hallelujah. You may be seated. Zechariah chapter 5. That's our book for the year. This is the fifth month. And we are looking at chapter 5 to pick God's word for our journey in the month of May. Are you with me in Zechariah chapter 5? From verse 1. I looked again, and there before me was a flying scroll. A scroll is like a book. He asked me, what do you see? I answered, I see a flying scroll. Look at the size or the dimension of that scroll. The measurement. What did the Bible say? 30 feet long and 15 feet wide. That's a very big book. And what was that book doing? Let's read together. And he said to me, this is the cause that is going out over the old land for according 
to what it says on one side. Every thief will be banished. And according to what it says on the other, everyone who swears falsely will be banished. The Lord Almighty declares, I will send it out. Are you reading with me? I will do what? Send it out and it will enter the house of the thief and the house of him who swears falsely by my name. What will happen again? It will remain in his house and do what? Destroy it both its timbers and its stones. I bring the word of the Lord to somebody this month that God wants to free you from every curse, every enchantment, every divination. And I pray that you will receive the word of God in the name of Jesus Christ. What is a curse? Simply put, a cause is negative empowerment to fail. Once a man is under a cause, he's already empowered to do what? To fail. Unfortunately, some of us parents here, you still cause your children. How do I know? When it's a stupid boy, that's a cause. Idiot. That's a cause. But the cause we are dealing with this morning is a serious one more than that. God himself said, I'm sending a cause. It will enter the house of which people, every thief, and those who swear Firstly, can I ask you this morning, what have you sworn to firstly? Each declaration. I got to hear that there's an official age. And what's the other one? So you have two, the real, uh, the real and the official. Thank you. This is a serious matter. What have you stolen? What is in your possession that is not your own? What have you put your finger on that God did not approve? God said, I'm sending a friend's throne. It will enter the house of every thief and those who swore falsely. And I was careful to note that the Bible said, it will remain. Doing what? Destroying. Both 
its timbers and stones. Causes are terrible. Somebody may be doing all right. Everything is moving on fine. Then when that cause will manifest, it will bring down everything that the person has labored for. We don't have time this morning to go into depth of that. I'll just run through some important facts about causes. Causes can be very devastating and tragic in their effects. As we see in that verse, it will enter and it will remain until it has wrecked its havoc. Causes can be in operation for a lifetime, if not terminated. After Joshua conquered Jericho, he placed a curse over Jericho. So anyone who rebuilt this city, he will do it at the cost of his firstborn and at the cost of his lastborn when he's completing it. I know one man just woke up one day who didn't know history and said, I will rebuild Jericho. And he went and rebuilt Jericho. As he was laying the foundation, the firstborn died. As he was completing it, the last child died. That's causes for you. Some of you, you buy land, you start building houses, no prayer, nothing. You rent a house, no prayer, nothing. You just pack in. You don't know what has happened in that place before you move in. Pray. We got married and rented the house in Ibadan. I was still shopping. I work in Lagos. I go to Ibadan every weekend. We never knew that the flat we packed into was under a course. That every occupant who has ever moved into that flat must lose somebody. And it's usually when that person, the family has lost somebody that they were already packed out. Say we cannot stay any longer. We didn't know. And every night, it was wahala. Trouble. For almost a year consistently, and I'm telling you the truth, my wife is here. For one year consistently, by 6 p.m. in the evening, a board will just land by the side of our window and will not leave until 6 a.m. the following morning. And we'll be shouting. We'll be shouting. Thank God for the grace to pray. So which we did not fold our hands. Even though we didn't understand, we kept praying, kept praying. Brethren will come around, we kept praying. I kept trusting God that one day that body will be spiritocuted, not electrocuted. One day the Holy Ghost caught that satanic board and could not fly. Children were going to fetch water from the well behind our own flat. And they saw it, they screamed. Say, what type of body is this? Very big, big owl. As I heard from the room, I told my wife, I said, God has done it. I went out, picked the board, took it to the front of the house to kill it. The bird refused to die. Brought tire. Use tire. That boy will not die. So we did all we can under God. Both prayer, poured the oil, did everything. 
So God gave us victory. Do you know what happened? By the end of that week, landlord came and gave us quick notice. Say, so I give you seven days to pack out of this house. And they went to the magistrate court and took kangaroo, whatever. I was still in the seminary. I came, my wife showed me the, what they sent from the court. How do we move out within seven days? They were packed out. There on the same street, God gave us a better apartment, better accommodation. It was after we are now packing out, they were telling us that you people don't know what God did for you. Since we didn't die, they had to be oppressed, attacking. So don't move into any house or acquire land and start building without praying. Hallelujah. Causes can be an oppression for a lifetime of if not terminated. Causes can be on objects, people, places, and communities. In 2 Kings chapter 2, we see the story of how the water in Jericho, this same Jericho, everyone fetches from that river, but they didn't know that they were drinking the river of barrenness. Until Elisha came. And spoke to that situation. Causes contrived where sin exists. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 2. A cause costless will not land. In other words, if you are not living in sin, what normally opens us to causes is what? Sin, like we saw in Zechariah this morning. Two sins mentioned. Sin of what? Stealing. And swearing falsely. If your age is 50, say I'm 50. Why go and swear and if you don't feel that you are, you are, you are 35? It is soon, we will see it on your face very soon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Causes only thrive when there is sin. Causes can be from God. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 6 to 9, the Bible says you are under a cause for not paying tithes and offering. Give us Malachi chapter 3, from verse 6. I, the Lord, do not change, so your descendants of Jacob are not what? Destroyed. Ever since the time of your forefathers, you have turned away from my decrees. And I've not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. But you ask, how do we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you rob me. But you ask, how do we rob you? Let me complete it. Let me complete it oh, in tithes and offering. Verse 9. Can we all read it together? You are under a cause. The whole nation because you are robbing me. Can you help me touch your neighbor like this? 
Are you paying God's tithe? Anyone that is not paying God's tithe, what did the Bible say? Is under. See my hand. What is above? Course. Anywhere it goes to. Eh? Even if you relocate to America, it's under what? Laboring under a course. I encourage you, don't joke with your tithes. Give it to the Lord as and when due. Hallelujah. Causes can be from self or from others. In other words, somebody can place a cost on you or you can place a cost on yourself. And there are people like that, you know, who have done that, who place a cost. For instance, in Acts chapter 23, some people swore that they will not eat, they will not drink until they have killed Paul. They place themselves under an anathema, under a cause. That this Paul, we will kill him. And until we kill him, we will not do what? We will not eat, we will not drink. Causes can be generational, ancestral, inherited. So some of us, we pick it from our background. But the good news is that causes can be terminated by the supernatural power of the Almighty God. Galatians 3.13, what did it say? Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law, becoming what? A cause for us. For it is written, cause is everyone who is hung on a tree. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 33 Give us Deuteronomy 33. Deuteronomy 33. We are reading from verse 1. Deuteronomy 33. From verse 1. This is the blessing. That Moses, the man of God, pronounced on the Israelites before his death. He said, the Lord came from Sinai and dawned over them from Sel. He shone forth from Manphara. He came with myriads of holy ones from the south, from its mountain slopes. And so on and so forth. Let's jump. Verse 5. He was king over Jeshurun when the leaders of the people assembled all along with the tribes of Israel. Verse 6. Can we all read verse 6 together? Let Reuben live and not die, nor his men be few. was Moses' prayer to terminate an ancestral cause over the tribe of Reuben. You know, Reuben's father, Jacob, cursed him. Do you remember? Let's look at it. Genesis chapter 49. Genesis 49. 
I want to beg parents here. For no reason should you be in a situation that you cost your child. Never. You know that simple word, God bless you. It's a blessing indeed. Look at Jacob, what he did here. From verse 1. Then Jacob called for his sons and said, Gather around me so I can tell you what will happen to you in days to come. What will happen when days to come. Assemble and listen, sons of Jacob. Listen to your father, Israel. Verse 3. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might, the first sign of my strength, excelling in honor, excelling in power. If you are Reuben, when you hear your father saying that, how will you feel? Hmm? Wow, wonderful. The suddenly, the thing changed. Look at what the father said next, verse 4. Turbulent as the waters, you will no longer excel. What was his sin? He went into his father's bed and defied it. Negative empowerment to fail. You will no longer excel. And for years, the tribe of Reuben was under that curse until Moses came in that chapter 3 and cried to God, let Reuben live and not die. This morning, whatever did the ancestral curse, inherited curse, whatever did the curse from your foundation that you don't even know that is at work, by the finger of God, they will be uprooted. They'll be counseled. They'll be rendered useless. In the name of Jesus. You know, causes can be selective. In some family, the firstborn is all right. Every of their firstborn, firstborn of this one, firstborn of this one, firstborn of this one, they're always having things easy. But in that same family, every second born, the odd numbers are fine, but the even numbers, they always struggle, struggle. To survive. It's a pattern. And God will break it this morning. Yes, what is called the cost of the firstborn. That in some homes, the firstborn never make it in life. It's the younger ones. So you now see the brother going to meet his younger brothers to beg for money. Beg for rent. When they are doing contribution in the family, firstborn cannot perform his role until the lastborn comes. If you see this in your life this morning, the good news is that God is here to deal with it in Jesus' name.
Hallelujah. Causes can be turned into blessings. Nehemiah chapter 13. Balaam was cursing the people of God. But the Bible says, God turned the curse into what? Into blessing. Causes can be terminated through repentance, renunciation, restitution, and prayer. In other words, this morning, as we begin to pray, you say, Lord, whatever sin I've committed that have brought causes into my life, please forgive me. And God will forgive. In some cases, some of us may need to make restitution. If you have stolen the things you stole, remove it from your house and return it back to where you took it from. You cannot keep the accosting in your house and expect the blessings of God to follow. It will not happen. And prayers. And we're going to do that right away. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Causes have been terminated here this morning. I didn't hear your amen. Shall we bow our heads to pray? We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5-7 to Latif Jackandir Road in Ikoi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ikoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 0163-20485 and 0163-20486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ikoibaptistchurch.org. Thank you.